Hello and welcome to Matt D'Elia is Confused. This is Matt D'Elia and this is another quarantine episode. Uh, I'm going to be going solo on this one. And I just want to say for the last couple episodes, I know a lot of you have extra time on your hands and it's probably because of that. But I'd like to take a little bit of time to give myself a little bit of credit Because I'd like to tell myself that the increase in listenership has to do with me at least a little bit. In reality, it's probably only because everybody's out there with nothing to fucking do. Uh, But yeah, I'm going to tell myself it has something to do with me. But really, I want to thank you for listening and subscribing and all of your positive comments. Uh, I see them and I I try to respond as much as I can. But I want to say... Thank you so much. Um, I feel very lucky to be able to be doing at least part of what was my normal life before all this shit was going on. I've talked about it a little bit already, but um, all of my other kinds of work, well, which is really, I'm a writer and, and production is sort of film and television production is just has been ground to a complete halt. Uh, so I feel very fortunate to have, have started this and to have already sort of established an audience, but also now to sort of have something to fucking do because let's fucking face it. A lot of people out there, I see it all over social media. People are acting like having nothing to do or being bored at home is, is, the worst fucking thing in the world. And I get it. It's a total fuck to your routine. It's a total fuck to your wallet. Although hopefully that'll be figured out soon. Um, There's a bill uh, uh, supposed to be voted on in the Senate floor very soon that'll hopefully put money in everyone's pockets uh, in the very near future. But I'll save that for later. Our lives have been totally fucking derailed by this. Um... But what you hear about mostly on social media is how hard it is to be bored. How hard it is to have nothing to do. How hard it is to not leave your home. How hard it is to be on lockdown, basically. And to practice social distancing and to to not live the life you led before. And in America, there's a sort of unique strain of like, nobody tells me what to do. This is America. We're not free. And if the government tries to fucking make me stay at home, they got another thing coming. And you see that. You see that in videos. There's, there was, I talked last week about, or a few days ago, about those people in Florida during spring break. Just the other day, over the weekend, I saw fucking people in California out in Venice getting their fucking run and sun in like they don't have a fucking care in the world. Which is pretty unbelievable. I mean, I, I stand by my theory that I... I most people still don't know what the fuck is going on. I still think most people are so fucking stupid that they don't even... It's not that they're they're ignoring the warnings. It's that the, I think that these people actually don't know. I think they don't know. I see fucking hundreds of people crammed together on Venice Beach. I 
one would think they know, because I know, because we all know, anyone listening to me now knows. But if they know, what the fuck are they doing? I mean, there's, again, there's part of that sentiment of like, no one tells me what to do. I got to live my life anyway. If I get sick, I get sick. There's that like shallow-minded, narrow-minded sort of uh, shrugging it off. Um, whether it's vanity, you know, people in LA, they got to get their fucking cardio in. They got to get the, the their vitamin D. They got to get their sun. They got to look good. Or if it's this is the shitty fucking rah-rah America shit. There's there there are those people as well who are making a decision to say no. I know I'm being asked to stay in, but I'm not going to. There are those people, but when I see these videos, I become convinced that out there in the world, the people at least that are out there in the world, really just actually don't fucking know. They're so fucking stupid that they don't even know. This is just my theory, and and obviously there's no way to know. Uh, anyone I've voiced this theory to has has steadfastly stuck to the fact that I'm definitely wrong. Uh, so I'm aware of the fact that the perception is that everyone knows what's going on. But I don't know, man. I see fucking people out in the world. Doesn't seem like they know what's going on. And here's another thing I've been seeing a lot. This 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 it's a way of sort of shrugging off everything that's going on. Uh, and it, it's sort of like the same, th- it's, it's kind of like, um, it's kind of like schoolyard bullying. It's kind of like, like being called a pussy kind of or calling someone a pussy or something or a baby or a wimp. It's like, uh, Oh, you know, you can't just panic. You can't let the panic get the best of you. You still got to live your life. Who the fuck's panicking? I'm sure there are some people that are panicking. I'm not panicking. I don't really know anyone who's panicking, to be honest. I only know people that are staying home because that's what they've been advised to do. And they're suggesting, some strongly, some mildly, some not at all, that you stay home as well. That's not fucking panicking. That's just staying home. I'm not panicking by calling you a fucking idiot by going out into the world, going to the beach. I'm not panicking. I'm just letting you know that I think you're a fucking idiot and a fucking disgrace. That doesn't mean I'm not sympathetic to how hard it is for some people to stay home. Some people are cramped in terms of space. Too many people, they feel sort of like uh, overcrowded uh, in, in homes that people aren't usually, have, aren't usually having all members there all the time. Uh, people with little kids who just are not equipped to have their fucking kid home while they're trying to work from home. I get that it's fucking hard. And it's even hard for me, and I don't really have any of those extenuating circumstances. So it's not like I don't get it. And I even get how it starts to make you a little fucking wonky. I think everybody out there who's actually been practicing 
sort of self-isolation and social distancing as much as they can, staying home as much as they can. I think all of us can attest to like, oh, yeah, yeah, I, I, I see how uh, an, a complete lack of social interaction can lead one to lose their fucking shit. I think we're, it's all starting to dawn on us, you know? But nowhere is it on clearer display, this fucking madness already starting to take shape than, okay, so last week or, or a few days ago, I talked about that Imagine video that Gal Gadot and her famous friends put together that meant nothing and reflected only their own dementedness, really. But I already covered that, so I'm not going to get back into it. What I am going to get into now, just sort of as an extension of what this sort of quarantine can do to one's mind if one is not careful, is, and I hope none of you have heard or seen this yet, because it's fucking insane. But but if you haven't, I suggest that either right after you listen to this podcast or while I uh while you're listening to it, just to pull up images um even if it's just Google images of of Madonna's quarantine bathtub video. Okay. Uh because it's good to know what she also looks like. When she did this, she posted it on Instagram. I, I was looking for it earlier because I knew I wanted to talk about it, but I think she might have deleted it with. I mean, the best possible reasons ever to delete something she had because it's the weirdest fucking shit. And it's like 10 times as. Okay. Uh, then the fucking Gal Gadot imagine shit. Which is hard to believe. That thing got fucking throttled when it came out by the public and the press alike. Everyone was like, fuck you, Gal Gadot, and all you fucking out-of-touch famous fucks. And yet, here's fucking Madonna, three days later, or whatever the fuck, posting her own thing. Okay, just some context. If you can't look at her, if you can't see images of this as well... Again, it's important to know what you're looking at as you're listening to this fucking madness. Madonna, who looks like... I'm going to need a second to figure out what she looks like. Well, first of all, she looks nothing like a human. So Madonna now... I didn't know this until now, until I saw this, but Madonna now doesn't look like a human anymore. Uh, So that's just the truth. And I don't want to speculate as to the reasons for that, uh, but it's certainly what I know it is not is just regular aging. Because people who are regularly age, they still look human for sure. This person I'm looking at not only doesn't look like Madonna, it just doesn't look like a human being. Anyway, Madonna is in a bathtub, a beautiful bathtub, clearly at her own home, because she's quarantining, which is good. Good for you, Madonna. You're actually doing what you're supposed to do. Congrats. However, the congrats end there. 
because the 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 bath that she's first of all she's naked and she's crouched up so so it's in that regard perhaps the word is tasteful even but um the the water it's like some kind of bubble bath so you can't see through it um it's not clear i mean and there are petals uh in in the floating on the water so it's like got a fucking vibe for sure you know it's kind of like the what you'd see the 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 woman in in a tub in like a 90s 900 number late night infomercial for a hot uh, hotline phone sex shit it's very weird um and clearly supposed to be like this seductive i mean she's naked and she's well she was a sex symbol but you know she's still fucking madonna so it's clear there's a sexual element to this and if one were to argue there wasn't that would start to make me mad okay so i'm just gonna play the video it's not on instagram anymore i found it on youtube and you can too uh this one's called madonna's bizarre quarantine bathtub talk Yeah, Oops. Whoa, I hate this. Just show me the video. Over the weekend, the Shut up, dude. All right, sorry, everybody. Hang on. Why does that happen? Just, I clicked on it because I want to see the quarantine bathtub talk. I don't want to see this fucking guy with shitty hair introduce it. I know who Madonna is. I know what I clicked on. I clicked on Madonna's bizarre quarantine bathtub talk. This will be brief. All right, I'm going to play it. Bathtub waxing on about the coronavirus outbreak as an ominous piano played in the background. Yeah, we're serious. That's the thing about COVID-19. It doesn't care about how rich you are, how famous you are, how funny you are, how smart you are, where you live. How old you are. What amazing stories you can tell. And it kept going. It's the great equalizer. And what's terrible about it is what's great about it. What's terrible about it is it's made us all equal in many ways. And what's wonderful about it is that it's made us all equal in many ways. She captioned the not. It does go on and on. Fuck that guy for fucking interrupting it and introducing it. But the fucking full video is the most K shit fucking ever. And it, it, it's it's almost like it's uh, the first time she's ever had to think that she's just a human like everyone else. Which, honestly, fucking fine. If that's her realization, that's kind of rooted in truth. She's fucking Madonna. She's not like anybody else. She is unique. She is special. And she is way, way, way more famous and wealthy than almost everyone in the fucking entire world. However, that realization, it would be much more tasteful if that realization came to her alone and she kept it to herself. The fact that she wanted to post a video like this is so insane. And I truly think um, signs of like early mind breaking 
throughout all of this. I think we're going to start to see more and more of this, not that version. I mean, that version is uniquely demented. Um, but she's clearly unwell if she thinks that's a good idea, you know? And I fucking forget who it was. I was talking to somebody about this shit and it made so much sense. But whoever you are, if you're listening, I'm, I apologize because I forget who you are. If you were to remind me, I'd probably remember who you are because you're probably a friend of mine. But I forget that whoever said this, so I apologize. But these people are usually surrounded by staff in some capacity, assistance. In other words, people who can actually say, you know what, Madonna, that's actually not a good idea. It's actually not a good idea to make a fucking five-minute video of you naked in a milky bathtub with rose petals floating on the water talking about how quarantine is going and how hard it is on on you i guess to have to realize you're just like everybody else i don't even fucking know i'm speculating but i mean fuck think about the steps involved in that First, you got to have the realization, which is so fucking trite, you know, and not, and honestly, not an interesting realization. I think she calls it the great equalizer, you know, just virus doesn't care who you are. You could be Madonna. You could be some fucking loser is basically what she's saying. She's basically saying it doesn't matter who you are, whether you're Madonna or just some fucking loser like you. Coronavirus is coming to get us just the same. That's basically what she's saying. Which is fine. It's true. It's not a novel or interesting idea. Add in the nudity in the bathtub and the serious music, and then add in the non-human way Madonna looks now because of whatever shit she did to her face. You have an artifact that will not age well. In fact, I think she obviously knows that because she fucking deleted it. I can't even imagine what the fucking comments were on that shit. But yeah, we're going to start seeing a lot of people losing their shit. (sighs) I think this whole thing is kind of making... It's kind of exposing, uh, I don't know if that's the right word. There's something about what's going on right now, though, that is that is illuminating across the board. Because I think what this does, something like this does, it kind of lets all, the, all of your facades sort of shed. You shed your facade and, you, and whoever the real person is under that, that's sort of what becomes exposed in a time like this, in a time of panic or even just duress. For instance, Madonna is exposing herself to be a fucking absolutely demented freak who didn't realize for the first 60 years or however many years of her life that other people are just like her. 
but it's it's not just Madonna. I think you, you I think you actually see it everywhere. Um, kind of like those, and I, I, something I talked about four days ago in uh, the podcast over the weekend. These people who are saying everything happens for a reason and people who say everything happens for a reason and are specifically saying that this virus has come about for a reason. I've been seeing that more and more. And a lot of that sentiment is sort of uh, wrapped up in this anti-capitalist, anti-capitalism sentiment because it's basically the, the all of it comes from one way or another whether it's from uh an environmentally minded person or just sort of like a very very um politically left-minded person both of which i am actually but i stop short of this one thing that i'm seeing a lot from those people that is fucking pissing me off uh, so much but it's uh, it's basically saying you know the the virus. This is the Earth, sort of uh, pushing back on our uh, maltreatment of it. There's that sort of the environmental attack, and then there's also the um, the far left political attack, which is like um, capitalism run rampant for too long. This is like the universe's way of striking back it's going to ruin the economy and it's going to hit reset and da 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 da, whatever here's what i have to say about that if you want that reset to come you got to own that you can't be like see i fucking told you it was coming told you you got to say straight up i'm happy this virus has come to hit reset on us because it's fucking bullshit to say the other way around. You're kind of just like, what you're doing is you're exposing the thing. You're seeing what you want to see. And the thing you're saying out of that is just like a, you're cloaking what you actually want. Or what you actually want to see in this fucking tragedy. How about shut the fuck up and just let it play out and do what you can and help people and stay safe. And don't fucking come preaching at everybody about, oh, well, this is the universe striking back. First of all, what? What the fucking fuck do you know? Second of all, just come out right and say it. I want there to be a reset hit. I want fucking capitalism to be punished or whatever the fuck. I want corporations to be punished. Or from the other side, And trust me, I'll get to the fucking right-wing version of this as well. But I just see this one more because I happen to be affiliated with the left and I care a lot about the environment. These are things I see more than others and it's been in my feed and in front of my face way more than the alternative. But there is the alternative, which is, yep, God. God did this. This is God's way of whatever the fuck. Oh, which, I mean, I don't even want to get into that one. That's one, that one's so fucking stupid and ignorant. Oh, really? God created coronavirus to get us, to, to, to punish us? If God existed and God wanted to punish us, he wouldn't come up with something like coronavirus. Why? He's God. And as God, from what I understand, 
being all powerful and all controlling and all everything all the fucking time. He could just be like, you guys are all dead. You guys are all dead now. He doesn't need to fucking plant some virus in some fucking bat in a wet market in China. He doesn't need to do that. Why would he be, why would he be a sly fuck like that? If he wanted to punish us, there's way fucking better ways to do it, way more direct ways to do it. You're just exposing yourself as a fucking myopic idiot who can only see through the lens through which they want to see shit. Which actually, speaking of that, my buddy uh, who's so on top of this shit uh, just fucking feeding me, feeding me fucking shit that I've been talking about quite a bit on the podcast in these last three episodes. Um, uh, he sent me, um, this article in the, in psychology today, which is about something I've been familiar with, um, uh, something that I hadn't really thought about in the context of this very moment that we're living through, but it's called the Dunning Kruger effect. And I'm just going to read off of this article so, so you guys know what the fuck I'm talking about. I'm sure you're familiar just generally with this idea. So if you don't know the fucking name of it, don't worry. But yeah, the Dunning-Kruger effect is a cognitive bias in which people wrongly overestimate their knowledge or ability in a specific area. This tends to occur because a lack of self-awareness prevents them from accurately assessing their skills. The concept is based on a 1999 paper by Cornell University psychologists David Dunning and Justin Kruger. The pair, parti- the pair tested participants on their logic, grammar, and sense of humor and found that those who performed in the bottom quartile related, rated their skills far above average. For example, those in the 12th percentile self-rated their expertise to be, on average, in the 62nd percentile. The researchers attributed the trend to a problem of metacognition, the ability to analyze one's own thoughts or performance. Quote, those with limited knowledge in a domain suffer a dual burden. Not only do they reach mistaken conclusions and make regrettable errors, but their incompetence robs them of the ability to realize it. That's what they wrote in their original study as part of their conclusion. Basically, and another friend of ours, actually, uh, broke it down in such a way that I think is perfect is that is that some people are too are just too dumb to ever realize how dumb they are and that's what keeps them dumb it's true and there's this there's so the 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 Dunning-Kruger effect it points to this kind of um there's like a threshold basically where you can be just barely not dumb enough but still have enough mental wherewithal to look at yourself, to examine yourself and sort of uh, not second guess yourself because that implies some sort of insecurity, but sort of um, check yourself and improve yourself with um, different points of view or possible different perspectives or even just allowing for the fact that you might not fucking know something. My point is, my point bringing all this up is that they're the people who are acting like they know anything about what's going on right now. And I don't mean fucking doctors. I don't mean fucking Anthony Fauci. That fucking guy knows what's going on. I'm talking about people who are just going to the fucking beach 
shrugging off the fucking advice, but I'm also talking about the people that are panicking and saying it's the end of the fucking world. You're not a fucking scientist. You're not a fucking doctor. Why? When it's readily available, when what doctors are saying about this is readily available. In fact, it's so fucking easy. Just go anywhere online right now. You'll find a fucking video of a doctor talking about this, what it's like on the ground, what the symptoms are, what they've seen, what they're worried about, the outlook, the prognosis, all that shit. If you are in a scientist or a doctor, why would you have, why would you have a fucking opinion at all? If you have a sense, if you have intuition, fine, that's unavoidable. We all have feelings and inclinations as to what an outcome might be. And we tend to adhere to that as time moves on because it's ours and we hold dear to that. And everything we've ever thought leading up to this moment in our lives sort of reinforces thinking that thing. But just allow for the fact that somebody else out there actually knows more than you. And allow for the fact that the people that know more than you about this are the doctors who are treating people who have it. But this is the fucking problem. Some people aren't quite at that threshold. They're just forever dumb. Staying dumb. And they have no hope toward ever not being dumb. Which means... Smarter people have to do something and have to be aware for them. You got to be like the responsible older or not even older, just more adult presence because dumb people are just never not going to be dumb and they're 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 never not going to be dumb and on 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 and on. They haven't hit the fucking threshold. If you're near the threshold, if you're like just under the threshold, you could maybe hit the threshold and fucking save the world. If you can hit the threshold of, I actually consider the things I do. And before I decide to staunchly believe something and fold it into my worldview, What I'm actually going to do is maybe leave open the possibility that the current idea that I have in my head about a thing or another thing or anything is not exactly the right thing. Maybe if you're under that threshold, one day you can get there. And I hope, I fucking hope to God, even though I don't believe in God, that there are some dumb motherfuckers out there hearing this. Because it's you dumb motherfuckers that need to hear this. I don't hold anything against you. You didn't, you didn't make your dumbness. You didn't decide on your dumbness. See, this is another thing that I think uh, people get mad at dumb people. I don't, I don't know about that. You could get mad at them for, for having done the thing that, that was dumb. That I get. But you can't get mad at them for just being dumb. It's like being mad at a horse for being a fucking horse. What are you going to do? It just is a horse. It's just a dumb person. But if you are dumb, and if you're listening to this right now, read up on the fucking Dunning-Kruger effect because it might save the fucking world. 
Do you want to save the world? Are you dumb and do you want to save the world? Look up the Dunning-Kruger effect. It's for you. Um, all right, I guess I'm going to take a break. And after the break, I'm going to come back at you guys with, a, with some of your Twitter questions because there were a fucking shitload leading up to this one. Uh, and I want to get to them because you guys always have cool shit to say. So uh, um, I will talk to you after this short break. Okay. Don't go anywhere. Matt D'Elia is confused. We'll return right after the break. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. And welcome back. <clears throat> so, I am going to go over some of you guys' Twitter questions. You guys, you guys had a lot this time. Um, I would like to hear your thoughts at the inept response of the federal government on COVID nineteen. Assessing the Dem primary race or anything that's in your mind because it all makes a great podcast even better. Okay, I honestly didn't uh, know that was going to be the first one. I started reading it blind, I swear. It's just the fucking first one. So let me read it again, though, because it was really complimentary to me. And I want you guys to hear it. Excuse me. I would like to hear your thoughts at the inept response of the federal government on COVID-19. Assessing the Dem primary race or... Anything that's in your mind, because it all makes a great podcast even better. I'm glad I reread it, because I read it better. Um, okay, the inept response of the federal government. I actually, I'm going to, I'm glad I read this one first, because I'm going to have a guest at some point in the near future. Uh, there will be guests again. So for anyone who misses them, they're coming back. This is just strange days call for strange measures. But uh, I'm going to have someone come up, uh, come on the podcast and talk specifically about why the fucking fuck the government isn't doing anything. Not really yet. So my brief thoughts on that, because there will be a whole episode dedicated to it at some point, is like I said in in the last episode, you got to fucking give us all money. Give me my money. Give me my money. I want my money. Give me my money. I mean, we need it. Everybody fucking needs needs money right now because nobody's making money. 
give me my money. That's what I think about the inept response. Assessing the Dem primary race, it just seems like Joe Biden fucking won. And uh, if the country uh, can stay sane enough, the person who isn't Donald Trump will win. And the person who isn't Donald Trump happens to be Joe Biden, flawed as he may be. Um, So you got to vote for him. Got to vote for him no matter fucking what. If fucking election day comes around and this is still a fucking thing or if it like comes back because they're saying it might after this first wave of lockdown, it might go away for a little bit and then we can kind of get back to normal life and then it might come back, which I've read. Which, by the way, hey, experts, you can't just say every possible outcome. Isn't a part of you being an expert sort of isn't part and parcel of that the fact that like you have expertise? If that's true, then why am I hearing every single possibility? Anyway, I mean, I know it's new and everybody's losing their fucking minds, but come on, get your expertise fucking together. But yeah, let's say there's an outbreak again on election day. I'm fucking going. I'm voting. I'm going to vote. I don't give a fuck if I got to wear a fucking hazmat suit. Voting for the other guy. Any thoughts about... This is the next one. Any thoughts about what will happen... Post-COVID-19, is it too much to think about at this point? I don't know. I mean, it's not too much to think about. I think I think that to make a prediction about it is sort of a fool's errand. I think the world already is different than when all this began, so I think it'll be very, very different by the time it ends. So it's not too much to think about. I think it's I think it might it's good to plan for a lot of different kinds of outcomes. I don't think it I don't I don't have any thoughts about what it will be like. Besides, we're all gonna be like fucking Tim Robbins at the end of Shawshank Redemption on his fucking knees, looking up at the sky, hands in the air, and just fucking because ah, we fucking can't believe it. But other than that, that's my only prediction. There's another one. What do you say to people who are calling the coronavirus the boomer remover? People are calling it that? That's... Uh, here's Actually, here's what I think. It's simple. If you're saying that, you are one of the darkest, most cynical pieces of shit under the sun. That's so fucking callous. God, people don't understand the importance of the fucking words they're saying. Don't say that. If you're saying that, stop fucking saying that. It's not cool. It's not funny. Simple question. Am I allowed to punch the guy who has been in my store every day for the past four days for standing too close to me and wearing a MAGA hat? Two separate things put together. I understand why you want to punch the guy. That being said, now, more than ever, we shall practice restraint when it comes to lashing out in violence. Do not punch that guy. What you can do to that guy is say, take off that fucking hat in my fucking store. What you can do to that guy is say, get the fuck away from me. If you don't back up to six feet, we're going to have a real fucking problem, Mr. Fucking MAGA. 
You can do any of that. You can't, you just can't punch him. This is a really weird and arguably grim thought, but what if this lockdown brings about a second wave baby boom? I'm thinking people are going to have a lot of bored sex or will go decades without having kids because there's less people to spread a plague. Thoughts? I don't think we're going to go decades without having kids because that has never happened and never will ever, ever, ever happen. People are going to fuck, you know. But um, here's what I think. I think yes to the first part of your question. I think there will be a baby boom because people are freaked out and people are scared and people are close to each other. I think... That is just like historically or even just it's very it's an ancient thing to want to do is to want to uh, fuck and it's never going away and now people are bored and so yeah there will be a baby boom. I feel comfortable making that prediction. However, the questioner here does not um bring this up, but this is an extension of that, uh, that I have been thinking about quite a bit. All of the people who were in relationships or marriages that were not good, but, but the people in them didn't know they were not good yet, or they were kind of ignoring it or, or, or they knew it, but didn't want to confront it now they're confronting the fuck out of it. So I have a, my theory is, is twofold. One, there will be a lot of domestic violence. Murders are going to go fucking up. Men and women, husbands and wives will be fucking killing each other more than usual inside their homes it's just a fucking it's just a fucking hard truth there's no way that's not true i've been thinking about this a lot think about all think about all like the fucking shitty relationships you've been in and if quarantine or lockdown started when you were still in that fucking relationship or currently are in that relationship perhaps you're going through this right now i wouldn't be fucking surprised i guarantee you it's happening all over the place where people are just stuck at home with their partners being like Oh, oh, I don't like you. Oh, yeah, I don't like you. But you can't break up with them. What are you going to fucking move out now? Not happening. It's like fucking musical chairs. When this fucking, when that music stopped and this fucking quarantine started, you better be with somebody you fucking like. And I don't mean you somebody you want to fuck. Which obviously added bonus. But if it's not somebody you like, fucking be careful. I know I said my theory was twofold, but now I forgot the, the second part. So maybe it's just onefold. Oh, yeah, no, it's simple as this. There's going to be so many fucking single people again when the quarantine's over. Like some people are going to be able to hold out and just bear down and bite their fucking tongue and just be like, I am not going to lose my shit. And then the day shit's like back open and the day it's not fucking self-isolation. 
the day we stop self-isolating, there's going to be like so many divorces filed for single people. Fucking Tinder's going to fucking explode. Last pod had me dying. Just keep that energy. Thank you. Someone else agreed with them. Thank you. What do you think about down with the ship Trumpers who think this is being overblown as an attempt to make that orange asshole look bad? Obviously, they are extremely K. But is there a foreseeable future where it is rhetoric that they are are slash were truly damaging? Yeah, I mean, look, you can like Trump's economic policies. You can like his foreign policy. You can like like a lot of shit that he does. You can't like the way he's handling this because he is objectively handling it badly. So it would be nice, like I've always said, I liked Obama, but if Obama was doing this shit, I would have no problem being like, hey, Obama, what the fucking fuck is wrong with you? And I would consider if it would be better having not him as president. This fucking blind allegiance to the person you've decided is your guy is absolutely idiotic. No one's out to make him look bad. He looks bad on his own. He's handling this, he's handling this like a fucking eight-year-old. And it's not even getting better. He's talking about these 15 days of isolation and then we'll be back at it. By Easter, everything will be normal. Hey, man, no one is saying that. No one in the scientific community, no one in the medical community is saying that. I mean, the guy so can't handle the slightest bit of criticism, too. So, what do I think about those people? All I think about them is I want them to just be honest. He fucking sucks at this objectively. Objectively, he sucks in a crisis. There's a couple more about Trump and Easter. I'm going to skip those. Trump saying will be this will be over by Easter. I know I'm late, but um, no, maybe give your thoughts on the negotiation of the pro- proposed stimulus package. Yeah, give us more money. I saw some graphs of it, and and the 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 one that the Republican the Republicans supported and wrote. Uh, it's just it's not enough. It doesn't help people who need money now nearly as much as it has to it helps companies and they need help too i'm not saying take money away from the companies take help away from the companies give help to people who are fucked right now what is the government for if not to help people who are suddenly fucked well everyone in the country is suddenly fucked so help us give me my money Thoughts on WWE's WrestleMania going ahead this weekend with no crowd in a tiny warehouse because Vince McMahon is a crazy megalomaniac. Let's watch what we say about Vince McMahon. Everyone knows Vince McMahon is a fucking god. Fucking biblical, godlike human. But honestly, I think that's going to be one of the most fucking avant-garde sporting events. I mean, can you call wrestling a sporting event? I guess so. 
avant-garde televised sporting events in the history of sports. I might actually watch it. That sounds fucking insane. I did read about that. And it sounds fucking insane. How many faps is too many faps? And is there such a thing? Didn't mean to read that one, but I did. Uh, no, there's no such thing. Faps, for anybody who doesn't know, means jerking off. And no, there's no such thing as jerking off too much. Jerk? Hey, hey everybody. Absolutely jerk off all the time during lockdown, during quarantine. Just fucking jerk off a lot. That is, besides fucking stay home, stay home, and don't be bored, you dumb fuck, is is jerk off. And I know that word jerk implies that you have something to jerk. I don't mean only men. Women can jerk off too. That's just a catch-all term for masturbation. So you didn't get me on a fucking technicality. Men, women, everybody, non-binary, whatever you, whoever you are, however you identify, fucking jerk off till the cows come home, or at least, or at least until quarantine's over. <laughs> Let's see a nip, bro. No, because uh, this is only audio. I'd love for you to just to not just talk about COVID-19. Don't give a fuck what you want. Hey, Matt, I heard you say on Riffin with Griffin, which I was on, which I'm probably going to be on again very soon. I love Eric. Uh, you were in New York City during 9-11. Yes, I was. Could you expand on what that was like, maybe in comparison to what's happening now? With everyone so unsure of what lies ahead, I feel like this is similar to 9-11 and will greatly shape our future. Okay, that's a fucking good question. I was in New York for 9-11, and I'll save my full story about that for another day. It's actually a fucking crazy story. Um, but yeah, the only thing I would say the only thing comparable to this in my adult life, certainly, is 9-11. I was still 17 when that happened, but the repercussions were felt, obviously, all throughout my adulthood. But yeah, I was in New York. Um, it okay. The extremity of nine eleven was greater. the 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 fallout of it will be felt farther and wide. Of of this will be felt farther and wider than was nine eleven. So I think the emotional impact, the mental drain, the fear, uh, and sort of just the surprise the surprise and the tragedy of 9-11 and 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 the violence of it i guess that's that's what it really was made that uniquely scary i think i mean at least again i was in new york uh and it was scary i mean that night i remember people being convinced the empire state building was was going to be attacked from the ground though and everybody was freaking the fuck out wondering what was going to be next how safe we were where lockdown needed to like it was just fucking chaos true chaos and then after a couple of days it became a ghost town uh anywhere below union station and i lived just below union station so i was new york city became a fucking actual ghost town and i don't mean businesses were closed it's not like now where there's dumb fucking fuckheads 
all over the place despite the stay-at-home advice. This was, when I say a ghost town, I mean there was nobody on the street. There was fucking nobody. There was nobody on the streets of New York City. I lived on 3rd Avenue and 11th, or yeah, 3rd Avenue and 11th Street. And it was empty, New York City. So the extremity of that moment in time, I don't think can be matched by a non-attack. Uh, so I think the, this being a virus and sort of what everyone's calling an invisible enemy is less extreme. It's slower to take effect. We kind of see it coming. Uh, we have a plan to defend against it. It's easier to sort of wrap your mind around, I think, than the fucking horror of being in one of the Twin Towers during 9-11. But I think the long-term repercussions of this, especially if it continues to be handled so fucking miserably, then there are some places that are handling it well. I know Germany is handling it well. I know South Korea is handling it, handling it unbelievably well. We're not. And we could be fucked for a long time if we don't get our fucking shit together. But that being said, yeah, I, I think they're, they're similar in that it is the the biggest disruptor to American society and culture. Uh, actually, this in this case, worldwide, uh, everywhere. This isn't just America. This isn't an attack on America. This is happening to the world. And I do think it's the only thing that really compares to this in recent memory. An episode all about Charlie. Okay. I'm not going to do that this time, but yeah, I'll do that sometime. Australia, Bondi Beach packed a few days ago. Saw that. Talked about it. Fuck you guys. Oh, yeah, how's it going? That's my fucking Australian accent. Oh, yeah, how's it going? Stay on. Stay on, why don't you? Well, that was so bad. I did this stay on part kind of good. Oi, is it fucking gang? Stay on. I'm sure all my Australian listeners will fucking eviscerate that. But I'm just trying to get through to you guys. If I say it in your language, it's better, right? Um... Your thoughts on Madonna's awful bathroom concert regarding the coronavirus. Yeah, there was no way I was going to fucking miss that. Some of you guys know me pretty fucking well. I love a curse word as much as probably more than many. But how did you boys not get your mouths washed out with soap on a daily basis? She's talking about me and my brother. (sighs) Well, because we didn't grow up in 1944. And no one has their has had their mouth washed out with soap since 1944. But to ask your more broad question, why we don't we weren't punished for that? We were we absolutely were. I remember one time. This is actually a good story, and for you, you fuck who asked for the whole episode to not be about COVID, you're getting your fucking wish. Even though I didn't want you to get it. This is a good story. 
uh, I, my brother and I, so my brother and I, we, we were always close. It was, it's just us. Um, and we moved to California when I was nine, I think. And so really at that time in our life, it was just us and we didn't have any friends in, in LA yet. And, um, we would, we were close, but we would fight fucking all the time. And there was a period in our life, uh, like maybe, maybe I was like 12 and he was 16 where we just never, we're not fighting. And in fact, I'm, I don't think I've told this story before. One summer, my mom offered to pay us $75 a piece to get through the summer without fighting. We were both so fucking stoked about that. Um, and gladly accepted the offer. This was early summer. This was like late May. Literally later in that, later that day in the back of the car, Chris and I were fucking wailing on each other. And my mom was driving and she's like, that's it. No 75 bucks. And we had both like total fucking idiots forgotten. Uh, so yeah, we didn't make any fucking money that summer. It was a bad summer full of fighting and no money. I was 12 though. So it was okay. But yeah, this story that I'm going to tell now, uh, we were fighting as we did. I was probably 12. He was 15, 16 in my room and my dad's office. He would work from home when he would work from home was just, just right down the hall. Chris's room was across this, across the hall. Uh, and my dad's office was right down the hall, but basically the next room over from both of our rooms. And we're fucking fighting and bullying each other and being dicks and fucking cursing because that's what we do. I was 12. And um, suddenly the fucking door flings just like so, like Kramer fucking walked in. But it's my dad. And he's mad as fuck. And he, he he wasn't like super, he could lay the law down when he needed to. But to see him mad, I mean, I he was, he very rarely gets mad. But he was fucking mad. And he was like, because we sounded, Chris and I sounded kind of like, he was like, which one of you were, was cursing while I was on the phone in there? It was a work calling out. You guys were being so loud, saying fucking shit. Who was it? And I was like, I, I knew it was me, you know, but I think Chris was, I thought Chris was cursing too. I didn't fucking know. And I genuinely, I was like, I don't know what you're talking about. He was like, yes, you do. I heard you. Don't fucking lie to me. And he wasn't cursing. That's me, my interpretation of it. And Chris fucking said it was him to me. And I was like, what the fuck? I I believed it was me. I mean, Chris was probably right. It probably was me, but like, if we're not in this together, who, who, who the fuck is in this with me? I got nobody if I don't got you. I'm 12. Luckily, right then, my dad, in his angry state, just shifted the focus to my brother and said, and don't rat your brother out, and just fucking left. <laughs> so he made us confess to the cursing. Chris ratted me out, and then my dad yelled at Chris for ratting me out. So that was... But no, they didn't let us curse. We just became adults and realized the joy of saying shit and fuck. I hope you're not implying that I say it too much. Because there's nothing... uh, There's no cheaper thrill 
than saying fuck, fucking, fucking shit, fuck, fucking shit, fucking fuck, you know? Full Tiger King breakdown. Honestly, I haven't seen it yet, but it makes sense to me that this is the only thing that people are binging right now because the only thing that could get your people's mind off of what's going on right now is someone as fucking insane as Joe Exotica. I know who Joe Exotica is and I've known who he is and I've known his story for a long time. I'm going to watch that shit. But it, it speaks to the the chaos of the moment that the thing that's catching fire is the thing about the craziest motherfucker ever in the world. That's the only thing that could capture our attention away from fucking COVID. So yeah, I'm going to get into that shit for sure. Any conspiracies you think about or any conspiracies you have about this coronavirus bullshit? I don't, I don't subscribe to any conspiracy theories. It's lazy to do that. Every conspiracy theory is just tied up in a fucking bow. And it was dot, dot, dot. And it was actually dot, dot, dot. And it's actually these people doing it, dot, dot, dot. The world is fucking sloppy and messy and people suck at doing things. There's no fucking real conspiracies. Maybe like 1% or 2% of the conspiracy theories out there, just in general, not about this, are true. None of the conspiracies about this are true. There are people, there are more people in trouble than ever, and yet we can't unite to take down the culprit in all of the madness that is happening. I just want to know why. That's it. Thanks for reading this if you did. Well, the reason we can't take down the culprit is because the culprit is a virus. So that's completely, completely obvious, though. So. A virus that we don't have a vaccine for or a treatment for. I think that, oh, here's uh, another one question for podcast. Can you rant about how much you hate Marvel? Any specific one you despise the most? I promise uh, I will do that. Uh, I will get into that for absolute sure. Um, I don't know if I have the fucking wherewithal to do that right now. Um, But yes, I promise, promise, promise I will. Before I get out of here, there's something uh, going on now. And I talked about this, I think, a little bit on the first one of these three episodes, uh, this being the third, where there's there's all these scams going around. I mean, anytime there's a disaster, someone's going to try to profit off of it, see the green in it. They're trying to make fucking money off of the fear and uncertainty. And... uh, Often it's it's the it's the people who exactly who shouldn't be doing that leaders of uh in one, of one type or another Jim Baker the fucking absolutely it's uh, I get excited when I talk about Jim Baker because he's the most fucking insane motherfucker ever Vic Berger who is one of the funniest fucking people under the sun makes videos uh about random crazy people and he's actually made a bunch about bob larson the exorcist that i had on the show uh that i've seen since bob was on and those are fucking hilarious too 
but he's now making them about Jim Baker and his sort of like end times uh, broadcast. Jim Baker, for those of you who don't know, is a religious figure, a Christian uh, person who preaches the prosperity gospel, which is basically just like this totally made up fusion of lazy Christianity and uh, aggressive capitalism. Basically says, Jesus loves you the more money you make, which is fucking not true. And just goes to show how people will just believe the thing they want to believe. You know, people that want to make money are just like, and also want to feel like they're living the life God approves of. They're just like, oh yeah, fucking that, that's great. That works for me. Jesus said it's okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. But the point of all this is that Jim Baker now is selling things. Let me get this right, actually. Let me just fucking Google this real quick. He's selling, I think it was Sil- Silver Solution. But the dude, the dude is a, he's a televangelist. He has his own streaming show now online. He had a huge audience in the 80s uh, with his wife, Tammy Faye Baker, uh, that, that was pumped into like millions of houses. I think all around the world, but certainly in America. He's fucking 80 now. The dude went to jail. Been accused of like sexual misconduct. All the things that he's obviously been accused of. He's been accused of those. Fraud, sexual misconduct. Um, but now he's got a new thing going on. And he's selling things that, according to him, will cure you from coronavirus or immunize you. Immunize? Immunize you. Which is not true. Alex Jones of InfoWars fame is is doing the same thing. But the FDA recently warned uh, a handful of these people, including Jim Baker and Alex Jones, because they're doing basically the worst thing you can do right now, which is capitalize off of someone's fear and honestly, lack of intelligence. They're basically saying, I know dumb people are watching. And I'm going to lie to these people to sell them things to make a fucking quick buck. The FDA said it was particularly worried, particularly worried that the products may cause people to delay or stop appropriate treatment, leading to serious and life-threatening harm. Yeah, that is one concern. Another concern is that you're a fucking piece of human fucking shit. When's Jim Baker going to fucking go away? Get out of here, dude. Worse, though, than those people who you know, who you fucking absolutely know are selling you fucking snake oil. Worse than those people are those fucking... Is that... uh, These politicians who are, like, suggesting ways that are just not true, ways that, that you can immunize yourself or kill the fucking virus... I'm just gonna I'm just gonna sh- talk about one of these because it's particularly uh, insane. The dude had to actually fucking apologize for it. Which honestly, thank you for apologizing because a lot of you motherfuckers don't even do that anymore. 
But a Florida politician says coronavirus is cured by blowing a hairdryer up your nose. This might sound kind of silly. People feel that I was as a paramedic. It started to make a lot of sense. One of the things that was pointed out in this interview with one of the doctors, foremost doctors that has studied the coronavirus. This is like a town hall type meeting, like a very serious. Everybody's practicing social distancing. They're talking about what to do in Florida, which, as I said before, is the fucking worst place in America. And I'll say it again and I'll bang that drum till I fucking die. But yeah, this is like a serious thing. This is not a joke says that the nasal passages passages and the nasal membranes are the coolest part of the body. That's why the virus tends to go there. I don't think the nasal membrane is the coolest part of the body. I think dicks are the coolest part of the body. Well, it then becomes healthy enough to go into the lungs. This sounds really goofy, and it did to me too, but it works. Nope. Once the temperature reaches 136 degrees Fahrenheit, the virus falls apart and just it's disintegrates. Okay. And I said, well, how would you get the temperature up to 132 degrees? The answer was you use a blow dryer because it's capable of doing that. So you hold a blow dryer in front of your face and you inhale. <laughs> what a fucking idiot. There's so much of that shit out there. I mean, God, a fucking politician saying that is, hey, get out of politics. Get out of public service. Don't be that dumb. But there's so much shit out there that's like, if you can hold your breath for 10 seconds without coughing, if you can get your hands on a fucking blow dryer and blow it up your fucking nose, virus is dead. If you can swallow before, within 10 seconds or whatever, 15 seconds of when you were, when you contracted it and you can get it into your stomach acid, it'll burn the virus away. It's like, what? If that was true, everyone would know. Because that is a fucking miracle. That's first of all. Second of all, all of them are obviously not true. All we know now is that it's extremely contagious and it's a fucking equal opportunity killer. It kills young people, it kills old people, it kills people, particularly with pre-existing medical conditions, which is the one kind of person it really likes to kill. But we don't know. There's no vaccine, there's no treatment for it, there's no cure for it. So guess what? Fucking stay home. I've been getting messages from from uh, one of you who has to go to work. Um, or a few of you, actually, who have to go to work because their businesses have been deemed essential. And a lot of them are sort of wondering, are their jobs really essential? We make this thing that doesn't seem that essential. And there's a lot of that out there. A lot of people going to work feeling very anxious about having to go to work. Somebody was telling me they're crying uh, at work because they're so fucking scared. I mean, that that's genuinely fucking terrible. And that's such a shitty position to be in, to be to want to stay home, but to have a job that is insisting you come in. And if you don't go, you risk getting fired. I mean, fucking fucking fuck. That's a whole other thing. But if you can stay home, the solution is not an air dryer in your nose, a blow dryer in your nose. The solution is not to hold your breath for 10 seconds and see if you don't cough, and then voila, you don't have the virus. The solution is not to drink water 
at the moment you think you might have contracted the virus or breathed it in so that your stomach burns it up. Those are not the solutions. And anything else anyone says that sounds homeopathic or like bullshit, those are also not what to do. The thing to do is to fucking stay home. As I wrap this up, I'm going to fucking bang that drum. Again, stay home, 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 stay home. I promise it'll end at some point. If you have to be bored, be bored. If you have to be around your miserable fucking partner or spouse, just do it. And go fucking easy on them if you can, because this is hard for fucking everybody. So nobody panic. Just stay home. Nobody shrug it off. Like it ain't no thing. Just stay home. Don't shrug it off. Don't panic. Just fucking stay home as much as you possibly can. Don't go out because you're bored. Don't go out because you fucking want to go to the beach. Don't do any of that shit. Go out to get food to eat and to do other things that you have to do. Like go to work to make money. Other than that, the solution to the coronavirus pandemic to COVID-19 is to not get it. And the way to not get it is to fucking stay home. Okay. I'll have another episode for you all in a few more days. I'm going to stick to doing two a week at least. Thank you for listening. I love you all. Um, Please stay safe out there. Stay healthy. Stay safe. And stay out.